Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Non-Corporate Girls. Before we begin, don't forget to download and subscribe. Take it one step further and leave us a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts. What's up, y'all? We're back to talk to our 9 to 5 and 5 to 9ers. I'm Delilah. And I'm Ayana. We are the Non-Corporate Girls. Two girls who have experienced both spaces and understand firsthand the ebbs and flows of marrying our many passions and disrupting the status quo. We do this with our podcast, your go-to digital diary filled with content, expert advice, and tangible resources for corporate professionals, entrepreneurs, and the intersection of where they meet. Every episode gives you a dose to help redefine how you pivot in your purpose. So, are you non-corporate? Tune in. Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Non-Corporate Girls. As usual, we are bringing you guys a super special show because today we have Monique Bivens, a licensed beauty expert, the owner of Brazilian Babes, LLC, and an all-around trendsetter. Brazilian Babes is an upscale beauty boutique based in Harlem that specializes in Brazilian waxing. With over 15 years plus experience within the beauty industry, working with major makeup brands, and also really um, including managerial roles, which led to taking a leap of faith and investing in her esthetician license. Monique's story is one of inspiration and shows the world that hard work, dedication, and a positive outlook on life is the true remedy for success. As Monique's brand grows, she takes time to mentor her young peers and participates in several community service initiatives. And today we have the pleasure to chat with her. Welcome, hey, Monique. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. We're so happy to have you. So the title of this episode is Below the Belt Beauty Trends, a discussion with founder Monique Bivens. Mm-hmm. So... When we what we like to make sure that as we get into each episode, we're starting with the high because you know the world can be really crazy. So before mm-hmm. we jump in, we would love to know, Monique, what is your positive note of the week or the month? Um, positive note of the week or the month? Uh, that's so hard. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 let me think. Um, live life to the fullest. It's very cliche, but you gotta live life to the fullest. Have you been living life to the fullest these last few years? I mean, no, but I'm trying to go with that too, you know? Okay. Because, um, you know, how the world is now is so many things in our way or making things like feel harder than it has to be. So you just got to just kind of go day by day. Unfortunately, there's so many like untimely deaths happening and you just never know what's going to happen. So you just got to be, live your life to the fullest. Wise words. We go (laughs) use the reminder. Absolutely. All right. So there's so much that we need to know about you. So we're just going to jump in. Can you tell our community just a little bit about your background? And we know Delilah gave you an intro, but just share a little bit about your background and what really was the inspiration behind Brazilian Babes? Um, My background, I grew up in the hood. I grew up, I always call my life 
one of those rapper lives. Like I always say, like when they rap about stuff they've been through, I've really been through that stuff. So (laughs) I grew up in the eighties, you know, my mom was on drugs, stuff like that. I think those things really helped me grow into being like, I won't say a hustler in a bad way, but you know, like really to make things happen for myself. Um, yeah, so I grew up very hard. I grew up alone. I didn't really have I didn't have siblings. So, you know, I grew up figuring things out for myself. And uh now we've been in business for almost 10 years. Um and what really made me go forward with this was things just kept happening in this direction. I went to school for communications. I wanted to be a personality like you guys. I wanted to host (laughs) shows. It's a passion of mine. So I love to talk. However, I kept getting into the beauty industry. Things just kept working out for me in the industry. And um, that I just could not get past that because that's where I was making money. That's where I was growing. And it was still allowing me to be the personality that I really wanted to be. So Brazilian Babes... I literally kept quitting jobs so that I would not get stuck in the beauty industry. And I ended up saying, you know what? I can still do that and have a passion for that and still go to school and do what I want to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And eventually, if things don't fall in line the way I planned, then at least I have something else that I'm good at or something that I'm passionate about and I'll already be in a good place with it. So I ended up working for Sephora and I worked there for like five years. I was in skincare. Everything came to me naturally. I can just look at someone's skin and tell them exactly what to use. They will always come look for me. And I said, you know what? The girls in the back of, um, I was on t- at the Times Square location. They were doing brows for Anastasia Brow Studio um, at Beverly Hills. And they had a location in Sephora. And I was like, how, how could I do that? And the girls were telling me, oh, you get an aesthetics license. And I was like, you know what? I could do that. That'll be my little hustle while I'm trying to get on the radio and stuff. And it just kept growing from there. I just kept getting hired to beauty places. I ended up getting hired by um, a large franchise. And they were, they were, it was their first location in New York City. And I worked there and I became the, Ma- Maha- the trainer for Manhattan in Connecticut. So it kind of grew from there. The service was for brows. That was my thought. They had a lot of clients that came in for Brazilian waxes. I was really, really, really like, I have to get this Brazilian wax thing down because I couldn't do it at first. I, they were going to fire me. They were like, you just can't do a Brazilian. And I'm like, oh my I gosh. dreaming about it at home. Like, no, I have to be able to do this. At the time, I'm not thinking about it being someone's vagina and me putting wax on it because now that's what people are like. How do you do this? But I was so invested in figuring out how to do this service that I, I didn't think of it to be weird or anything. So I ended up doing it and I ended up being like really like sought out for it all the time. I've done so many celebs. I've done, they had a whole show about me on Z100. Like it's, it, it just became a thing, you know? So um, when I, when I was, opening up Brazilian babes, it was very intentional. It was like, I'm jumping out the window. If I'm going to say, if I'm going to do this service and this is what I like, I need people to be clear on why they need me. What service am I selling here? And it was great to just say, oh, beauty boutique. I added that at the end just to make it more comfortable. But 
really, if I can do Brazilians all day, I'm like, what legs? You don't need legs. <laughs> but yeah, I, I added the other services because people want it. They're like, I don't want to wax my. So I, I, I came up with Brazilian babes because I wanted it to be very intentional about what, why they needed me for this service. So that's, that's pretty much how we ended up here. That's awesome. And because it kind of goes into our next question, because I feel like you did touch on if this was your purpose or not. And you you sort of explained to us like how you landed here. But do you feel that um, your why has ever changed? Um, no, because I feel like I still got to blend everything that I wanted. You know, Studying to be a personality, doing radio shows, things like that when I was um when I was practicing or or learning to be on the radio helped me with my clients. My clients look for me, you know? You know, it's a it's it's a it's a gift and a curse because I can't go nowhere else, but <laughs> they are looking for me and I give them a certain personality, a certain feeling an energy here that works. And it's like, I'm still hosting my own space, you know? So it works. I love that you said that. Sorry. I'm like, I feel like you talked a lot about like hustling, but also like your dedication and intensity behind everything that you're doing. Like, it sounds like life is like your school. You know, you were like, I need to make sure I get this down. I want, And now look, you're like one of the best, if not the best in this industry and what you're doing. Thanks. Yeah, I, I actually should have made that my motivational um, <laughs> statement, something of what you just said, because I do feel like, and I tell my clients this all the time, I do feel like everything is, le- the whole the whole uh, setup with life is just a learning experience. You know, mm-hmm. every day we ask why we're going through certain things, and it's always just to figure out the next thing and the next thing. What would life be if we didn't have obstacles to make us get over and appreciate what we went through to get there? You know what I mean? So it is like a learning experience every day. So yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you want to say something, Delilah? No, 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 no. I'm just taking it in because I feel like as we speak to our guests, it's very much for our listeners, but we Mm -hmm. often... You guys pour into us as well through these discussions. So sometimes I'm just like digesting it all. But going into like the standard of beauty, which we know has been very damaging to the confidence Mm -hmm. of black and brown girls specifically, Mm -hmm. um, how just the world holds us to this very cookie cutter standard that's usually unrealistic. What beauty stigmas are you trying to change in the industry being that you have that power to do so. Well, am I trying to change that? Nothing is perfect. You know, Mm. I get a lot of clients. that's like, does my vagina look weird? Is it like, and I'm like, guess what? I don't know what a vagina is supposed to look like. Everybody looks different. I don't know what they think. Like, do you have a bleaching cream? Can you do this? Can you make it even? Can you? And I'm like, that's not really safe. (laughs) So I don't really want to do that. But you know, you think that the things that you see most of the time online is what it's supposed to be. And a lot of the things are unrealistic. Right. You know? And um, we all have hyperpigmentation, dark spots. We all have different discoloration in, in our skin. It's huge. That's what it's about. Like that's, it, that's the beauty of your skin. Honestly, certain things that I just don't want to do because I just don't 
I just don't think that people understand that it's not supposed to look perfect like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so it's, for you, it's just not pushing that, that, um, it's know, not story of perfection. Right. It's not something that, like I see a lot of things online and, um, no shade to anyone, but sometimes I see women promoting like, Oh, this is what this person's skin looked like before they use this. And this is what it looks like. And then I see that people go out and buy the cream or buy whatever. Mm-hmm. And the person makes millions of dollars off of it, but it really is something that's not great for your skin. It's not something that's, that's not supposed your skin. It doesn't, it won't look realistic. It'll either, either turn you orange. If you don't properly take care of it, you need to use sunscreen. Like you need proper instruction to keep it up. And all of those things is just not provided with, with that cookie cutter look, you know? So it's just like, just be realistic. Just, just, just love yourself for what it is. I'm, we have so much other things going on. You don't need to add something so small to, to make yourself feel better about something that's like really not noticeable to anybody else. Yeah. You, you, I mean, you already know though, like the type of society we live in, like literally this is a constant everyday thing of people trying to look to see what they can make better about themselves. Um, I love that it feels like you're like, I don't know how to phrase it. Like you're like the consultant of the moment. Like you are like, I am going to be this person for you and help you navigate what this is supposed to be so that we're making sure that you're healthy, you're safe, you know, you're doing all the things. Um, I'm curious, do you, I mean, I'm sure you have, but like, can you share a moment or a time when, um, I guess, a customer or client was opposed to, you know, your recommendation for something that they really wanted? And how were you able to navigate that? Um, you know what? That's a great question because um, I don't navigate it. You know, once you feel like this is for you or this isn't for you, then, and I, and I give you my opinion and you just, uh, just going with people already feel the way they're going to feel, you know, um, it's this huge misconception of laser and I'm licensed to do laser. I can get a laser machine. Like what really, I can't control what a laser machine can do. Laser machine is not good for everyone. You know, it's a lot of things that people don't know about laser. And um, I would love to offer the service, but if I have to give you all of these disclaimers before you get the service, I don't really feel that comfortable. You know, it's kind of yeah. like one of those things that's like, okay, you get laser, you if if you're dark with dark hair, it, it won't see it. It can't it, it won't take the hair off. If you're if you're light with gray hair, red hair, if you have thing going on or that thing going on, you can't shave in between you I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, that's already too much. Yeah. And then the investment of it costs so much. And people are like, they'll come in and they'll be like, I really want laser, but I'll do this. And I want to tell them so bad. Like, <laughs> but I'm already in my mind thinking she wants laser. Just do mm-hmm. it. I literally will tell you, try it. Yeah. Come back and let me know. You know, right. is it, they say it don't hurt. It does. I had this one it woman does. that we would wax her lip just to lighten it because a laser burnt her across her lip. You know, oh, and it's yeah. like, no. no shade. It's great for some people. Some people, mm-hmm. it works perfectly it thro- Yeah. Dark with dark hair, it might not work. I'm in Harlem. I'm in a community where there's more melanin in people's skin. It might not work that great. I'm just not going to sell you anything. I'm just not. But if you want it, listen, 
I'm here for you. Come back to me whenever you figure out how that worked out for you. And listen, t- teach me something. I want to know if they if it works great. What machine? What do they have? Do they have a training? I'm always open to know. I, I don't right. know everything. So listen, I don't even I don't even go back and forth with the client. Once they say they want something, I'm like, listen, try it. This is how I feel. You go. And a lot of times, because of how um, connected me and the clients are usually, they come back and tell me, like, Mo, I left. I did this for a long time, but I was like, no, this didn't make sense. And I'm like, there you go. Yeah. All right. I I like that. So we were talking, so we did talk a little bit about like waxing. What does that look like? Are there any misconceptions that you can share that people have about waxing or just caring for their intimate areas? Um, You know, a lot of people find it difficult. (laughs) There's a lot of... speak about vaginas. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Vaginas are very comfortable to me. Um, And um, (laughs) I really look at it as it's just a, a job. You know, they walk in there like, don't look at my legs, I'm ashy. I'm thinking, girl, I wasn't even going to look at your legs. I'm like, nobody cares. Like, I really am not looking at that. But um, yes, back to your question. Um, <laughs> they, they always think a different type of wax will give you a different result. So they'll say, you have shit wax or chocolate wax. or And I'll let them know. Sometimes they kind of look at me like, hmm? I'll be like, that's marketing. You know, mm-hmm. like it's. And let me tell you something, when you want to make somebody service feel better, no matter what wax you're using, you can make the service feel better. You find your technique that makes the service feel better because I have worked at a company where we all use the same exact wax and people will be like, I'm never going back to her. I only want to go to her. I only want, it's really just the technique of it all. You can use a soft, I'm happy for that say the soft wax to me is better than a heart. And I'm like, okay. That that esthetician must have did a really great job. That's all. It's really technique. So that's what you know. Like the the different wax, it does make a little difference, but really not not so much. It's really the esthetician. It is good to know because as obviously means a lot to get waxed, and mm-hmm. I know that in my. I guess, trajectory of getting waxed. Mm-hmm. I've definitely been to people where I'm like, I will never go back to her again mm-hmm. and I'm not doing this. And then you find your one person, but that's also like, think about like your hair and your nails, right? You do yeah. like to go to your person. You feel comfortable with that person, but technique is a huge thing. It really matters. Acrylic, But then you find that one person <laughs> that just use that acrylic the way you like it. It's yes. like, you know, this was thinner. She laid this thinner. She laid this, you know, so it's all about that. And that. it's also understanding the science behind it. Like if your hair is a little bit longer, it's going to hurt more. Mm-hmm. There's like different things to for yourself that you can do to try to lessen the pain. Yeah. So for sure. Don't shave in yourself. between. Mm. Don't shave in between. I like know. That's like the number. I know. One. That's like the rule. <laughs> rule number one, don't shave in between. But that's why here at Brazilian Babes, we offer touch-up services. So between two weeks and three weeks, you can get a two-week touch-up or a three-week touch-up. So now you have no excuse. Fridays in the summer, we were staying open from 10 to 10. You have no excuse <laughs> to go and shave. Okay. So book those, Um, you know, mm-hmm. the upkeep. Book the upkeep. Yeah, for sure. All right. So what is your desire for each woman to feel and know about their body and their vaginal health as a whole? Um, That it's as important as everything else. 
You know, you can't skip out on taking care of your vaginal area um, and put it last. You have to you have to want that to be as 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 clean up cleaned up as everything else. I find it's it's really weird because um, I find I had a hairstylist in here at one point, and most of his clients that spend hundreds of dollars on hair, they definitely have the money. They don't get waxed. But most of my clients that don't have that lifestyle, they don't wax. It's weird. It's almost like a, if I do this, I don't do this. But I want them to do both. I have to do both. You know? So, yeah. It's definitely a specific um, clientele for each. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. It is. Because I'm like, I think of full body, right? Like, everything needs to be together. Yeah, my nails, my hair, my tool. Like, yeah. it's, it's yeah. everything. One doesn't get compromised of the it's other. More of thing. Now, my hair, my nails, my wax. Now, I think it's more liberated. Like, it's like, yeah. okay, I get waxed. Before, I think it was more of a, like, oh. Yeah, like like a know. taboo thing. Yeah, like. like Mm-hmm. Like you're more sexual if you get it or something. Right. There was this guy that walked past here. He was like, he opened the door. He was like, you know, I'm so proud of you because when you first opened this, I was like, she is not going to last. They don't want that up there. And I was like, wow. But you know, I literally, not love, but I appreciate hearing feedback like that because it makes me see like, wow, I made them like something that you wouldn't even think they were like. Like they've been liking it. It just wasn't in their reach. Exactly. So, Yes. Oh my God. I love that you said that because <laughs> a lot of people be feeling like, oh, um, I don't know. People don't know or they're not educated enough or whatever, but it's like, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And also right. like to your point, you're creating environments. There's, there's a lot of wax people out there. Right. But there aren't a lot of wax people like you. There aren't a lot of wax people right. who specialize in people of color. Like there's a lot of different things to be said about that. And so I think to your point, like people just weren't looking for it because they didn't think it existed. Right. It's like, oh, I'll go downtown for that. But it's like, no, you can come right here for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I still get clients that are from the neighborhood. That's like, I've been walking past here for years and I never came in. And, you know, earlier in my, um, when we first opened, I probably would be like, darn, like, what am I doing? But now I'm like, oh, good. That means there's still opportunity. There's still room to grow because I'm always like, 100%. oh, and Harlem is such a cap. People are not really coming here like that. But really, I get about three to four new clients a day. Wow, that's awesome. So it says yeah. a lot. It's like, wow, you know, and and most of the time they're consistent because they find a place and they're like, wow, I didn't think it would. You know, we're a little bit underrated because we're in Harlem, mm-hmm. you know? It's like when I was working at a franchise and I was black, you know? They would be like, she's doing my wax and I'm doing it. Now I'm, now I'm going to snatch you because <laughs> now I want you to know. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to make best of the best. I, I want you to know. And literally, those same clients will leave me like a sixty dollars tip. Yeah, oh they're like, goodness. "I want her," right? Because it's the expectation and like what you're used mm-hmm. to seeing. But right. we, going into <laughs> our next question about disrupting, we right. think you're an all-in type of disruptor. People who shake shit up in the industry. Can you tell our listeners what is what is it about the work you're doing that's disruptive? Oh, it's different, you know. And um, I love all the ladies around in the neighborhood. However, nobody's doing waxing. Now mm-hmm. they are starting to. 
But when I came here in 2014, it was all of our people, including other coaches that are like us, are doing nails and hair and lashes and eyebrows. And I'm like, mm, Brazilians, I was the only salon on this in this neighborhood that was doing that. So now, so that shook it up a lot. Like, well, what is she doing? You know, and it was kind of a thing where I didn't let that make me feel like, well, am I doing something wrong? At some point, I think I did. was like, dang, I feel like kind of like, um, like an outcast. But now I'm like, mm, I'm not. I'm just making it a full circle. Yeah. And adding I another service that. for people to come and enjoy and, yeah. you know, find out about this. There's another option, another way to do something. Right. So, but yeah. There's, there's a lot of things that you, you're you doing in this moment, though. Like you being a disruptor, being in Harlem where you are, you're teaching people, one, that this is, this is an essential that they can have. Like you mm-hmm. should want to care for your vagina, but also like I can provide you the space, the expertise to get it done. And also like this is a lifestyle, right? Like it's not right. something that it's taboo. It's not something that's unattainable. You're And you're literally in a community <laughs> where right. people see this. Like, I mean, you're doing a lot of disruptive stuff. And that's all of the things that I, I always feel like I want to touch. I yeah. always want to touch on the educational part of it. I want people to know, because let me tell you, one thing about a client, they will stay with you is as long as you educate them on why things, they, they build a trust within you when you teach them things, you know? Yeah. So for me, it was all of that. It was all of that. So yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm Good like, who are you? I, I'm all, I'm here for all of this. For sure. Uh, <laughs> all right. So can you share a story about the funniest mistake you've made when you were first starting and what lesson did you learn from that? I don't think it was so funny. But Maybe it's funny now. It wasn't right, so funny like, back then. Back. <laughs> so I was working at this franchise and the client came in and she was so nervous that she kept telling me, every time I get a wax, I get um, uh, bumps and highs and everything like that. She was Caucasian. And I'm just like, all right, all right. So I'm, of course, I'm trying to do a good job, but I was still kind of new. And when we got in the room, the same thing she said happened, happened. And I'm thinking to myself, why? She broke out. She was red. It was horrible, like horrible. So as she left out there, she stormed out the room. She left out of the place. I was thinking, oh my God, I'm done. Like, this is so bad. When I finally got to calm down, I realized that the heat was on. And (laughs) the heat and the hot wax made her more sensitive and it like oh was making her skin hot and then she was nervous and I'm like oh my god yeah because it's like a rush like mm-hmm. I, I've gotten waxed many many times and sometimes each time it'd be like the first time and you get hot and like Listen, cause- girl I got two fans <laughs> in because I'm just not playing so I literally was thinking it was me but I allowed her to make me so nervous that I didn't take control of what was going on. And I felt like I messed up so bad. And I'm like, wow, she walked in anxious. It made me anxious because I was still so new. Mm -hmm. Now I would be like, listen, it's either, are you okay with me waxing you feeling like that? Because if you're not, don't do it. Or it's me saying, girl, you good. Like, I'm not going to let nothing happen. 
you know, I'll even make a joke. Like, listen, if your lip come off, I'm leaving. Don't worry. <laughs> like, they joke, but it, but I'm, that's never going to happen. You know, I'll even mm-hmm. sometimes say, like, I've been waxing for almost 15 years. Like, I'll just reassure them. But before mm-hmm. girls, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this lady. I Because right. it's so sensitive. You're like, did I break it? <laughs> oh, my God. That's when they look. I say that. I'd be like, it's still there. <laughs> oh my gosh. gosh what a moment though because like that's a lot happening in like a short amount of time <laughs> Girl, i was so stressed i was like oh my god my life is over i feel so oh bad and i feel like even being as um you know professional and as experienced as you are like moments can happen because of the client it being yeah. their first time and they just make things go left because it's just like you know, they nervous, they panic, they they suddenly make a move. I'm so happy I'm past all of that. I'm so happy that I'm in charge of yeah. the energy in here. Okay. I literally do everything to make it comfortable here. Like, we play Pandora, we play regular music. If you Google us, it'll say, oh, they play the best music. Like, I'm into music. I want us to do radio. And um, I literally always play all the new stuff that's out. Yes, it is. There's a vibe in there. It's a whole vibe. I know. A whole vibe. You know, um, for sure, that's what this is all about. I make sure my girls wear all black, but we do it kind of like, kind of how Mac did it, where you can just be yourself and, you mm-hmm. know, um, professionally just make sure you're not, you know, doing too much. But yeah, I try to make the cu- the clients feel like that's my friend. Like, mm-hmm. she- and she, I'm approachable, you know, um, yes. and they really are my friends. A lot of them are. A lot of them are. So it works out, you know. So I'm glad I'm past the place where I let someone walk in and dictate how I'm going to deal with this situation. Now I'm like, no, this is how it's happening. Y'all are good. So what a lesson, though. Like, I mean, that's a lesson for the books. Yes. Take charge all the time. <laughs> yes. Don't let nobody change your energy. You create the energy. And I train my girls that when they come in, I'm like, you're creating an energy here. No matter you, let me tell you, someone can be having, this sounds so cliche, but it's for real. People come in, you don't know what they're going on and going through in their day, especially in New York city. They have to get on a train. They have to go through traffic. There's homeless people in a train and you see everything everywhere in New York. You can walk in and if you have a good energy and you make, them feel that great energy mm-hmm. literally they could their whole conversation could change when they're talking to someone they could be mm-hmm. like i was going through this 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 and this and then i went and got a wax and blah blah, blah. and they might not notice their tone change but i'm happy that their tone got to change and that yeah, you turned their day around by the time they left oh, the service for real you know so it makes it cool and they get to vent to me too you know during the wax you kind of talk about everything yes yeah. <laughs> i mean so i feel like any beauty situation they're your therapist like for sure all right so oh my god like this has been this has flown i'm shocked yeah. um but you've been so awesome but we do have um one last question before we get into some fun stuff do oh you have god. any advice for newer or aspiring founders as they look to begin their brand like building their brands um you yes, I have so much advice. I always love to to give advice too because um, if I can help someone get past a certain situation and give them less to think about, then that's amazing. But so much is one is just jump into it when you have a plan and you have an idea, jump into it. Nothing is ever going to feel perfect enough for you to get ready to get started. 
you want to just jump into it. Another thing is um, um, day by day, everything, something different is going to happen. Everything is a learning experience. This is like going to business school. The things that you don't really learn in school, you learn in in real time, you know, um, it's really about completing tasks. You know, you need to get a license to do this, complete this application, do this. Then you get this and you do the next thing, you know, so everything will never be fully in place. And a lot of things can happen out of your like plans. So be ready for anything that can happen um, to, from the smallest things to the biggest things. And um, just be professional, be professional. You know, I feel like a lot of the, um, the new generation is coming up and they're business owners so so soon. And it's cool that you have a following and that you want to run a business, but get that etiquette together. You know, you got to know how to talk to people. Tell them, Monique. Tell them. We say it all the time. Learn how to write an email. Learn how to approach them. We doing it because we want the service. It's kind of like, oh, I know this hairstyle is not going to show up. To hourly, but we still gonna wait, and it's just not okay. Like yeah. this is not okay. Like sometimes I run behind. I'm human, but I'm very remorseful when it comes to stuff like that. I'm very much like I will even give you a service for free sometimes, and you can't afford that sometimes. But you still want to show them that you know that their time mattered, and you appreciate them. Um, yeah. You can't just think, oh, well, this client. I heard a girl say one day, a young girl say, "I'm giving them what they giving me." No, no, no. You don't do that. <laughs> Wow. You know, it's and it, it's things like that. It's like they're missing that part. A lot of people are opening businesses, not just young women, but a lot of people are just opening business nowadays because, you know, the money is available and, and, and now we can actually do that. But they have to make sure that they can follow through professionally, you know, and one one piece of reputation that I always hear about myself from other women in the neighborhood, they always say, Everyone always talks about how professional you are, Mo. Like, you don't play. I, I don't let you hang out in here. None of that. If we're gonna if we're gonna do that, it's women, we have wine or champagne, and the night is ro- is is kind of um slowing up, but it's never personal. It's always business, you know? And 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 people know that I'm I'm about that. So yeah, just keep it professional. Like Get some just some business etiquette. Take some classes. Get some mentors. It's okay to learn. I've been in business for almost ten years, and I still want to learn. I okay. look at even my younger people to tell me what's right right now. What? How do I? Um, how do I respond to this? Or how do I get this out there? And they have a lot of knowledge, but they got to be open to getting the other part of things too. You know, you want to kind of try to be as perfect as you could be. It's your business, your livelihood. Yeah, that's a two-way street. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That was you dropped so many gems. So like what I want to know is what mm-hmm. is next for you in your business? Like are you writing a course? Are you having an academy? Are you what what's the future? Okay, so I have so many things planned and that's another thing with business with business is you always have so many different avenues you want to go down, mm-hmm. right? But one thing I, I'm learning, and I and I think I'm getting there, is completing one thing and then going on to the next, right? And just not rushing through just to make it look better because it won't look better if it's incomplete. You know, you right. can have a million things going on, but if you're not giving them all your best and you can't do everything at once, then you're kind of just falling short on everything. So I do have a lot of things that I have in mind, but I'm also trying to get them in order so that I can um, kind of follow through the best way possible. 
So I do, I have, um, it's a, a nonprofit I want to start. It's called Creative Blocks. And Creative Blocks is for creative business owners to help them get past that block that they're at when they have such great ideas and they just can't get to the next step. And um, I think that I really, that'll be a, play, a platform for me to be able to help a lot of people and kind of mentor them to get going with whatever they have in mind. Um, I do want to open up another salon. Um, I touched with Atlanta for a little while. Oh, I'm not forcing Atlanta. I'll say that. Okay. I'm not forcing Atlanta. Atlanta has a lot of other things going on right now, politically um, incorrect. <laughs> they got guns they're carrying around. It's a bunch of things that I'm just intimidated by with Atlanta. That I'm like, mm, I, gotta, I have a two-year-old. I can't just jump into that. Um, it's a lot of things going on. So I can't, I can't sit, talk about Atlanta yet because I don't, I don't really know. Um, I have another salon. I do want to open. I have another location that I'm thinking about opening by February. Um, I will update you guys. And, um, Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> I just, um, registered to have a beauty supply. Um, but I want it to be overnight or overnight beauty supply because a oh lot of my us. God, that's awesome. Yes. Right. You know, those last minute woes before this we head gonna out. This is going to be a game changer. <laughs> At 7.30, like, hold on. You know yeah. how many times I needed things in the night? Women, we have idle time in the night where we can color our hair or do <laughs> something. You know? I'm like, There's a market. That's happening. Or even <laughs> you know? on the way, going to the club, going out and something, we need a stitch oh, or or whatever you need it's nowhere to go and it's like cbs definitely doesn't have what we need all the time so um i do want to do that um i definitely need need a skincare line because it'll help brazilian babes grow as a brand um so yeah those things and it's i'm missing something oh and I want to do, it's a lot of nighttime stuff I want to do. I really want to do um, nighttime nails where you can get your nail service done in the nighttime, but make it a very intimate situation so that a lot of men can feel comfortable going to get their pedicures and manicures and stuff like that. Because I feel like they don't want to walk into a space with a bunch of women all down the road getting their feet done. So yeah, I, even that, I try to do my nails after a certain hour and it's like closing soon or go mm-hmm. warm. <laughs> oh, we're excited for all this I'm growth. Like, this all yes. sounds like wonderful stuff. Like I want to so, come. Yeah. So I'm trying yes. to make all of those things happen. Um, at, at least by the end of next year. So okay. Some of the businesses are registered with New York State, and um, yeah, I just did my license for um North Carolina because I'm thinking about opening out there, Brazilian babes. Um, because I like the South. I really do. Mm-hmm. I can I definitely like, see. And then I'm like, there's a market. So yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at Charlotte. And um, I just put my license in for that, so um, I think I'm a, I think I'm gonna go in that direction only because the winds in New York is crazy. So I'm trying, to work. <laughs> I'm trying to work a lot in the south in the winter and a lot in in uh, the summer in in the, the north. So <laughs> that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. We're so excited for you. We can't wait. Like the growth is about to be exponential. Okay, so. We want to know your hashtag obsessed with. Is there any one or thing or place that you're obsessed with right now? Um, darn, I'm obsessed with so much. Um, <laughs> that's women, right? Right. Um, we want to know. I think I'm obsessed with um, 
Well, I love a bag. I'm obsessed with bags. I love a good bag. I'm obsessed with working right now because I feel like I am. Um, I think that right now that's the safest place to be is at work. You know, with, with social media and stuff, that's kind of outside at this point. So if you're showing online that you're busy and you're productive, it's kind of like what life is about and how you get paid, you know? So I'm yeah. kind of um, um, obsessed with, with that. And um, yeah, I, I, I like to, uh, to calm me down. I like to shop online. I don't really shop. I kind of put it in the cart. Um, <laughs> I go back to it when I can. But I love Balenciaga. I don't know what it is about Balenciaga that I can stare at their clothes. All the time. <laughs> Just... I don't know why. Well, I don't know if you heard, but Balenciaga's in some hot water. Really? Yes. I don't know if you've been in the news, but they've had this whole campaign that has been very problematic um, because it was like um, exploiting children. What? Yes. Read up on that. Read up on that. It's so new. I'm so into them. I don't know. what They had this fashion show where it was like this music. Did you guys see it? It was like, doom, doom, doom. It was so intriguing to me. I just was like. It's kind of like a day's thing for me. It's kind of scary. Kind of I mean, scary. they do push the envelope and, and they, you know, the collabs and, and people that we know in that industry. I think that's what I like about them. I think that they're pushing the envelope. I think I like that as a whole in life with people, with things. Mm-hmm. I think it's that, 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 um, that thing where you're not afraid to just jump out and do whatever you think is right. I think I love, I think I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with like that liberation of just doing whatever you want to do. And I impulsive, I make impulsive moves because of that type of stuff. Like I do weird things that I'm, that might not be right, but I want to push that. I want to, I think I'm obsessed with being a leader. Mm. That's a good Mm. one. Like you don't Mm -hmm. care if it hasn't been done. I'm going to do it first. Even if I I, I think I'm obsessed with being a leader. Yeah. It's just because everybody is, Instagram says it followers. It's like, and that's why we talk a lot about disruption on the podcast because we, you know, we're all disruptors in our own right, but like you make a choice, you make a choice to want to make sure that you're being your authentic self. You're being able to dream and create the life you want by design and no one else can tell you whatever it is. So we get that. I did. Did you guys ever do like a social media podcast? Because I would love to hear it. Tell me where it's at. I want to, because that's a big part of disrupt, disruption is, is social media. You know, sometimes I'll have a, a plan and everything will be um, in place. And then I get on social media and I'll be like, oh, no, I'm not doing this. You know, because, you know, I'm a black young woman. Maybe I'm supposed to be showing my clothes or my body. I get lost like that. And I'm like, but that's not my we, we know Everybody does, though. Like, that is the facade of social media. That is what like that the is. Moment- the moment you start thinking like, how do people want me to show up? We got it wrong. Cause it's it not about what the people want. It's, it's so like, what do I want? Fall into that thought. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, wait, why did everybody not like my picture? Did it just... But then you can't, you can't because you, you see in the most successful people doing whatever they want to do. They yes. res- the world is respecting people and their individuality and how they want to be. And, and, and then you have those people that think that following those people is the answer, but no, that person was themselves. For example, like a Cardi B, she was herself. She got online and in no shade, like she, she's not the the best rapper ever. And I feel like there's a lot of other, of other um, talents that should have been on that platform, 
but she had that thing that wasn't, that was different. That was not, it was fearless. It was like, yes. whatever, I'm saying whatever I want. And still, and sometimes we don't respect it. Like she tweeted something to the girl yesterday, your mom is going to die or something. And it's not, oh, that's, that's not, but they, 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 I don't think they're respecting that as reckless, but they're respecting that she's doing what she wants to do. No, yes, yeah, she is who she truth. is. Yeah, she is. Who like, she is. Nobody's gonna stop that change. I'm not a bag, not nothing. Either you right. roll with me as I am, or right. this partnership or connection won't follow through. And I think mm-hmm. that that's hard for people. It's mm-hmm. hard for people. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because if you're not okay with being judged, then that's the part of it that people really can't can't right. bite that bullet. Right. So that's that's I think I struggle with that a lot because I'm in between those generations where it's like following is not cool. But following is kind of cool. Now the kids I call them the kids. The young the younger girls, they tell me like, Mo, you need to show when you go to this store or show me and I'm like, nah, that's not what we do. You know? Right. That's you. not that's not your world. That's not how you operate. No, and that's, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> like, no. Okay. We we grew up in a different time, like yeah, listen, we 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 hear you, okay? We you struggle know, with our own socials, <laughs> you know. So it's, it's it's that thing where you get lost, like, well, maybe I should be taking advice from them because they are doing well online, and it makes a difference. Now I had to sell that to myself, like, okay, this is my, this is not my space. It's a real thing. This is saying, okay, this is a real thing. So it's I a fine to line. I need to and a reminder people. that social media is a facade. Like yeah. everyone, everyone has a facade on social media. It doesn't matter who you are, whether mm-hmm. it's good or bad. That's a different story. But everyone right. has something that they're trying to portray. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard because you're like, um, okay, when do I start doing this? No, I'm never <laughs> going to be that person. Right. Yeah. Never. There's some things that's just not for me. Yeah. Yeah. I can I, have that. Yeah. I just can't. I'm sorry. I'll just have my little few followers. I can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. do it. I try. I oh my goodness. Oh, All yeah. right. So we are at the end end and we have a little game that we want to play with okay. you. Delilah, do you want to kick us off? Yes. Now we're transitioning into something a little bit more fun kickback. We call this one most recent favorite. So we just want to learn about all the most recent favorites that Uh you've been like loving these days so the first thing is what's your most recent self-care day consisting of my most recent self-care day Mm -hmm. like Like, what what is it consisting of like what are you doing on your self-care days oh my god my lashes I do my lashes once a week oh my gosh let me tell you guys yo that's an addiction lashes is is an addiction Let me tell you, I'm a new mom. Well, he's just turned two. So I used to have so much anxiety because I'm always used to moving around, closing my eyes for two hours. Now I'm like, thank God, I need to keep my lashes. Close my eyes for two hours. I get my lashes done like once a week. Only because I think I think I pick at them when I get nervous. So she she just lets me come once a week. She doesn't care. But yeah, that's one thing that I do a lot. I have to do my toes. My nails, I would be like, whatever, but my toes, I got to have done. I do them at the same time. But if I only had one option, it would be my toes. Um, what else? Oh, nothing else, really, as far as beauty day. Okay. That's a good one. That's so funny. All right. What's your most recent skincare product that you've purchased? Um, 
most recent skincare product. Oh my God, I tried this moisturizer called Skin Fix. It's in like a blue bottle from Sephora. Remember, I worked at Sephora for five years. But I, when I started wearing this um, moisturizer, I'll be waxing people and they'll be like, your skin is so nice. I'm like, this is new. I've heard of that brand. I love it. it. It's so called Skin Fit. I want it. Yeah, it's like Skin FX, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. blue. It is. Yes. Blue. It's really good. Yes. It's like I a think pump. I cleanser. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And then uh, the girl in Sephora, she had like the little scanner. She was trying to tell me to buy something else. And we scanned the two and the Skin Fix actually had less um, ingredients that was harmful to, to the skin than her brand. She was like, oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. Look at that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to add that to my list. Yes. So So good. All right. Going on to the next one. What's your most recent, like what recent fragrance have you purchased? I love Valentino. Love Valentino. I carry Valentino in my bag. (laughs) The best thing ever. Yes. Is that like your signature scent? Yeah, I, you know what? I've always wanted to be one of those ladies that when you leave or when you're around someone, they're like, she always smells like this. But I, I'm so inconsistent. I have it in my bag. I'm the same way. I had, like, I feel like I had certain ones in certain periods of my life, but I'm inconsistent because I love too many things. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I love Dior, Miss Dior Cherie. Yes. Um, I want to try this Baccarat. I'm not there yet. Oh, everybody's talking about that. I it's heard so good. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've been hearing about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For some reason, it, it gives me like old lady, but I don't know. This, that's just because of the way it looks. Baccarat. But, <laughs> and that shit is $400 a bottle. I mean, well, the Baccarat Ooh. Hotel is like exclusive, so it gives that right. vibe. I wonder if it smells like the hotel. Like, you know how there's certain hotels that, yeah, that they have, have like a scent. signature scent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Baccarat in a bottle. We'll see. <laughs> All right, Monique. What's a recent show you've been binging? Oh, I love Bull Housewives. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I'm not really into the Housewives. Me neither. The Housewives of Potomac. I love Bull Housewives. I love Housewives of Atlanta. I love everything Atlanta on TV. Honestly, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I binge on Bravo. Period. Okay. I love Andy Cohen. I I love everything about Bravo. Yeah, I, my sister's a big Bravo fan. Oh, I love, I love Andy. I love Andy. <laughs> yeah, for he sure, is a mess. he's a mess. Sure. All right, like your most mess, though, you know. Wait, like, what you was gonna say? Housewives in uh, our community and just black women. I feel like he he's kind of with us. Like I don't know if it's because he's a gay man and it kind of relates to us as no, far for as sure. You know, but he kind of puts us out there in a good way. Like, I like it. Andy yeah. with the shits, okay? He is definitely with it. He is with it, okay? I'm fan. I but hope yeah. they let him host um, the New Year's ball drop again. I yes. hope they let him. Because they were trying to take um, him out. Yes. All right. Um, going on to the next one. What's a, your most recent food or snack you've had at a restaurant? Like, that's your um, thing right now. What's my thing right now? Oh, I can't even think of nothing I've been eating that's been um, good <laughs> enough to even talk about. I don't have an appetite. I love a you haven't gone. You haven't gone out to a restaurant lately? 
I don't Essentials. know what's in the water. Yeah, I can't. I can't stop drinking it. I just. I try. I try to drink Polar Spring because they say that it's some things in here that's not good for you. And I just can't stop drinking it. My baby. I'm an essential fan too, and I know. I, mean, about the I bad feel like too. a lot of people. Yeah, like it's not that bad. Supposedly, whatever. Everything kills you, so whatever. Everything like, does kill you, so it doesn't even matter. It's true. All right, your most recent compliment you've given or received. Um. Uh, darn, that's hard. That sucks. You see, <laughs> that means you need to give out more compliments. <laughs> I'm dead. You know what? I told my last girl. I said, "You know what? You're one of my favorite people in life." <laughs> Not <laughs> Not because you'll answer my text and just take me at any time, but I just felt like she should know. Yeah, <laughs> she you're... needed that compliment. I hear you. you know, I hear she, you. She must have needed that. I'm big on energy, so she must have needed that. I could text her and be like, can you please put me in tomorrow? She'd be like, okay. <laughs> I love it. I love like, shout out to the Lash time. Girls, okay? Because my girl, Kathy, me and her have the same, same relationship, so I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. Well, this was a fabulous time chatting with you, getting to know you. Um, I learned so much more. Me too. Um, about just everything that you're doing for the community. So we introduced you, me specifically, in the beginning. So I want you to introduce yourself. Okay. I'm Monique Bivens. I own Brazilian Babes. I love to wax. I'm like your wax expert. It's like the best thing for me. So... You're going to get a good service here and um, come to Brazilian Babes. And where can they follow you or Brazilian Babes rather? I am Brazilian Babes on Instagram. It's at I am Brazilian Babes. That's my personal professional page that I started last year. And Brazilian Babes is at Brazilian Babes underscore. However, I am Brazilian Babes. I'm trying to tap into this professional personal thing. So follow me at I am Brazilian Babes. Yes, we Amazing. love that. Thank you again for spending time and chatting with us. It was a pleasure having you. You so thank awesome. you so much. Call me anytime. Yes, for sure. Okay. Well, on that note, we are so out, everyone. Peace. Have a good Bye. night. Thanks for tuning in to Non-Corporate Girls Podcast. We're headed back into our nine to fives, but equally giving time to our five to nine. I'm Delilah, and you can follow me at Miss Delilah C on all social media platforms. And I'm Ayana. Follow me at the underscore Aya underscore brand. Don't forget to follow the podcast on all socials at Non-Corporate Girls and tune into the latest episodes on your favorite streaming platform. In the meantime, embrace non-corporate. Where the nine to five and five to nine meet.